My name is Justin Lohr. And I'm Liam O'Donnell. And you are listening to episode 121 of Horror Business. Horror Business. And we are joined by Our a very business. special we are joined by a very special guest today. <laughs> we are to celebrate an upcoming to promote and celebrate an upcoming uh celebration. We're gonna celebrate the celebration of the sport of kings. We are joined. By God tier capitalist himself, head of the Lehigh Valley Apparel Creations Cabal, we are joined by Mr. Christopher Reject. Fuck you, pay me. <laughs> cool. Hey, what's up, bitch ass? <laughs> Liam. I know, nice. I know. Not nice. We've talked about this. I know, I know. Uh, gendered here's, here's gendered insults. Well, no, that's fair. You're right. I'm sorry. I shouldn't say that. Uh, mm-hmm. Just an ass. How about that? That's good. That's that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, Chris, you know, you are the nemesis of this show. And yes. usually that's pretend. Like, I mean, I think Justin feels a little bit, but I just play along. And, and you know that on Cinepunks, we're, we do the opposite. We're very nice about you. Mostly because Josh is soft and weak, but um, he called me. Did he called me right before we recorded? We'll get to did, that later. He did. He he called. Yeah. To, he called you. I like. Yeah. That. He um, wanted to plan our rancid brotats. Oh, disgusting! Um, I fucking love rancid. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> oh God. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not even going to get into that. Could be distracted right now. Uh, but on this episode, Chris, uh, and I know you're going to blame Justin for this, but I, I won't let you. On this Thank episode, you. Thank you, Liam. on this episode, Chris, you've become my actual nemesis because we are discussing two movies that make me want to not only quit watching movies. No, let me just back that up. Not only quit podcasting, but quit watching movies altogether because these are true torture films. Chris, what are we discussing today? I listen. I wanted to watch See No Evil. I would have watched Monsters Brawl. I would have watched The Marine. But Justin. Patrick Lore, Justin, Philip Lore. Not even okay. Not not neither of those are my, my real middle. That is not really? my middle name. But go on, Pierre. There Pierre? we go. Pierre. Justin, Pierre. Justin Frenchy Lore demanded that we watch. Oh shit! You know what I wanted to watch was that fucking Batista Zack Snyder movie that was on Netflix like a year I and a half ago. I suggested that, and you said no. Justin, you're redlining. Just I am not, don't be angry. Don't, don't, don't get angry. Yelling. Don't, don't start get yelling. angry. This is I this think, is why. Oh Listen, we are watching Leprechaun Origins. You did it out of order, you fucking idiot. You stupid motherfucker. You did it I out forgot of, what the other one was. <laughs> Blade, Blade Trinity, you Blade, fucking Blade Trinity. stupid bastard. Blade Trinity and what year? Uh the 2005? 2004. Jesus fucking Ooh. Christ. And 2013, 2014? 2014. Oh my God. It was God. older than I remembered, but I'll tell you, it was actually probably when I was still watching wrestling on occasion because I do remember them doing like a little tie-in, not as much as they did with See No Evil, but a little tie-in for it. 
And because uh, Hornswoggle was on the roster at that time. But anyway, that's a later conversation. The conversation now is where we talk about sponsors and Patreon. Oh my God. So you please, didn't even take say, it away. you didn't even name the fucking second movie. I said Leprechaun Origins. Did you? I did. Okay. Sp- hey, Patreons, thank you. Money is not real, but podcasts cost money. And Jesus we will Christ. never make money on this, but you, the Patreons, generous and foolish as you are, there was bonus stuff. They've been promising bonus stuff for ages. They actually posted bonus stuff. If you're a Patreon, if you're not a Patreon, get on it. It's good. I, I think I'm at the $10 tier personally, so you're welcome, guys. 10 bucks a month, that's worth it. That's yeah. worth it. You get extra bonus content once a year, but it's <laughs> worth it. To be fair, one of our things is T-shirts, and you could always take whatever shirts you want, so that's not really helpful. Expertly yeah. printed T-shirts. Oh, oh yeah, God. sure, whatever it takes. Look, the Patreon the is great. Are there? Don't listen to Chris. He sucks. Uh, gonna have a stroke. I'm gonna. Have I was a being I, genuine. I, can... I do like the Patreon. Yeah, I mean, look, I it I feels think nice. We're dropping a thing. It, when people hear this, it'll already be up, but you'll hear it tomorrow. Me and me and Josh are trying to do a. Uh, uh, I don't know if it'll be weekly, but a regular series called. And you can tell Josh named this series because it's called Lunch with Liam, which doesn't make any sense because I always have lunch with Liam, but he's calling it Lunch with Liam, and really, it's just. Um, uh, a way for us to offer some of our our not topical conversation because people have suggested that that's stuff that they like. Oh, they like the catch up. Like you taught you touched mm-hmm. on that during mm-hmm. the last episode of Cinepunks. Mm-hmm. So that's going to come out tomorrow. Very but cool. but by the time people hear this episode, it's already out. It's pretty good, I think. But Can I, I think, be on that one. Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, we cool. well we do it during the day, so it's. I mean, the name is literal. It's over lunch. So okay. knowing you and your schedule, probably not. But if you can, that's fine. Um, yeah. We're going to try to incorporate people's questions. We had some people ask us questions, but I asked kind of like last minute. So when I know when we're recording again, I'll give people like a few days if they got stuff they want to ask. Uh, but yeah, it's just a way to like make the Patreon better. I mean, look, when you support the Patreon, you're supporting the network, right? It's not really about the extras, but we're going to try to be better with extras so that you feel like, Yes, you're supporting the network, but also we appreciate you. We want you to feel appreciated. Uh, now, what we don't appreciate, even though they're our sponsor, is Lehigh Valley Apparel Creations. They can get run by the degenerate Chris Reject. <laughs> now, actually, the employees there are great. The business is great. But I'll tell you what, as a former employee, Chris just comes in and every day he tries to wreck the business. He does whatever he can to destroy all productivity and anything good that's going on. But the 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 dedicated printers designers and shirt folders of lvac they they battle through they fight chris and his evil ways every day and manage to get you high quality shirts despite his fuckery so you're going to want to go to xlvacx.com and you know they're going to print all kinds of stuff for you justin what what are some of the things that you would like to have printed at LVAC, especially if it made Chris's Do not life say harder? bucket hats. No, do not say Joker hats. Stink. I what can't are those? Say, don't, don't say it. I can't say what I want to get printed on things because the FBI will, you know, kick my door down. <laughs> um, uh, but if I wanted to get a Dr. Seuss hat that no. said some. If I wanted to get a Dr. We don't Seuss do hat. Dr. Seuss hats. That's a, we don't. If I wanted to get a Dr. Seuss. If, if I, if I, I mean, get a could, fucking If you supply if you supply if, Dr. Seuss hat, I, we'll print on it. We'll if I wanted to get a t-shirt made that said uh, 
Ted Cruz's greatest joy in life is when Trump pisses on the ground next to him and then shakes off in his face. I could get that t-shirt made at Lehigh Valley. God damn, that was intense. Man, I'm just, I, I feel like I wound Justin up too much. I'm trying to bring it down a little bit. I'm trying to bring it's, the mood in the room there's down. No, so. There's no, no bringing I've, me down. I've known you a long time. I know how to soothe. You, you know really soothe don't. Savage Frenchie. Uh, you really don't. Our other sponsor, of course, is AssisCoffeeRoasters.com. Our buddy Aaron Dahlbeck, who you might know from such bands as Bane, Be Well, and Converge. Uh, he roasts high-quality beans to order, and then he sends them to your house. He sends you the beans and tea and apparel and all kinds of other stuff. If you go and you order something, let's say you're going to get some coffee. Let's say you're going to get some chamomile tea or some chai or something. Maybe you're going to get a shirt that says, need more coffee or, or something. I don't know what the shirts say. You're going to, on your way out, you're going to put in code CINEPUNK, C-I-N-E-P-O-N-X. That's going to give you 10% off your order. You want to do it. Personally, I do the subscription service. I, I, I don't want to have to remember to order coffee. I want the coffee to show up at my house. And I love it. It's great. It makes me really happy. So uh, go to EssexCoffeeRoasters.com. Let them know CinePunk sent you. Uh, and of course, before we wrap up, we want to thank our friends over at Mechanical Shark Media. Our man Sharky edits this show. He edits CinePunks. And he offers a variety of media needs. Do you need something live streamed? He's got you. You need something recorded on video or audio? He's got you. You need some sort of puppet work, special effects work, digital or practical effects. My man is there for you. He's even opening up his own studio space where they can do all kinds of green screen insanity. So uh, go to mechanicalsharkmedia.com. Thank you, Sharky. We love you. Okay, that was all the sponsors. Let's get into the, the, the thing. I'm ready. Chris, why are you on the show this time? <clears throat> to torture you. But beyond that, to torture Liam, especially, uh, I'm here to promote the greatest spectacle in the history of sport, the most artistically and culturally relevant event that ArtsQuest has been lucky enough to lend their name to in the history of that storied organization. Steel Stacks Smackdown on August 27th at the Music Fest Cafe on the third floor of the Steel Stacks building. And to torture Liam and Justin with bad movies. We never even said what the bad movies were, by the way. We got so distracted arguing over Yo, we did. the movies that could have been. I don't think no, we said that, did that I was it? why we started shouting over each other in the first place. I thought we were just shouting about the movies because you were no. saying all the movies that should have been, and then you were getting mad at each other about that. I did watch that Batista movie. It was very bad. But uh, no, we today on the episode 121, we watched 2004's Blade Trinity. Oh, you did say, because you couldn't remember the years. I forgot. Right. We fought Justin, about that. Yeah. Justin, ask the question. Before what Chris wears us out so oh, much, that this shit. just becomes the Chris show. What have you done involving Har recently? Oh, I watched a little <laughs> movie. I watched a little movie. I watched a little movie called The Righteous. Have you heard about this movie? No, it's I a Canadian uh, horror movie, black and white. It's on. I watched it on the Arrow video channel for people who uh, are looking for it. It might be available to stream other places, but I have the Arrow channel. I really like the Arrow channel, by the way. If you are someone who feels like you need more uh, cult and horror films in your lives, their selection is really good. Uh, I don't know that it's absolutely necessary if you have some of the other services, because a lot of their stuff will end up even 
if it's briefly on other channels like Shutter or Shout or uh, Amazon. So you might find it a little superfluous. But for me, the Arrow Video channel, it it has the broad variety of their stuff, including some of the box sets and the special features from the box sets, which I appreciate. Um, and on it, they have a section called uh, New Cult, which is basically all their newer films that they put out, not just their classic stuff. And so this is a film from 2021, but I did not hear about it 2021. Canadian horror film uh, shot in black and white. Um, I don't want to say too much about the plot other than to say it there's a ex-priest who's married uh him and his wife have recently undergone a tragedy and then someone shows up from his past that represents um difficult things in his life let's put let's leave it there and it becomes a very like psychological slash religious horror um yeah I don't want to give I, I don't want to say anything more because I think if you find it, it's worth seeing. I, I wouldn't say it it knocked my socks off, but it was one of the better, like low budget things I've seen in a while. Um and I thought the acting was very good in it. Um it's maybe the pacing's a little slower than some people will like. Uh, but overall I thought it was pretty good. Like a B solid B effort. Uh and since I, you know. The the we've talked about this before, Justin. There's a certain kind of horror movie you expect at like a festival or something like that. This, yeah, this very much feels to me like a festival movie. And unlike you, who's been very responsible signing up for things, I haven't been signing up for the online festivals just because I've been so busy with other stuff, and I kind of miss it. I haven't been to a film festival in you know what, how long has the pandemic been? You know, and uh, or even like I, I don't think I went to. I guess the last one I went to was the last time we went to Brooklyn Horror Film Fest, which is what three years ago now four years ago now something like that so i i just haven't you know occasionally we'll catch some of these festival size movies like when they are available on streaming but i miss having that access so finding this was pretty cool and it reminded me of that kind of movie you might catch at a brooklyn horror film fest or a uh fantastic fest or whatever so uh yeah i think if you like something that feels a little more uh i don't want to say artistic because that's a value thing but it, a little more measured and not really a, a, a more of a of a psychological than a gore thing i think this would be right up people's alley um so yeah uh it's called the righteous uh but that's it for me oh i will say i finished the sandman tv show which is not exactly horror but there were a few episodes that were i mean basically out of a 10 episode season two of the episodes are just horror like they just are uh, but that's exactly like the comic book, which sort of alternated between fantasy and horror. Um, yeah, I think it was really great. Uh, it's not like a you know a perfect recreation, but I don't think that would work. It has to be the 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 story has to adapt to the medium, and I think they did a really good job. I like the performances. Uh, yeah, I'm a big fan. So I was already a big fan of the comic, but I'm really enjoying this, and I I know it'll be a long time till season two, but. I'm really looking forward to season two becoming a reality. That's it for me, though, Justin. Chris, what have you done? You know, I, I meant to spend some time thinking about this because last time I was on, I forgot that I had watched like Race with the Devil and something else that I had forgotten I had watched. But I didn't. I just spent my whole time thinking about how wonderful Blade Trinity and Leprechaun Origins were. Um, but I watched. I saw Hellraiser for the first time, 
at Mahoning Drive-In. When I was a little kid, I tried watching that movie and it scared me too much, so I never got through it. Uh, what the fuck are you talking me. about? That was that was months ago. Yeah, but that was since I was on this. I think that's oh my fair. Fucking god. Yeah, I think that doesn't count. Fair. I thought that was important. Whatever. Well, then I won't mention that I also saw Prince of Darkness at the drive-in. Very uh, good. More recently, Justin, I've seen Nope, and I know that you've both talked about this on other podcasts, so I won't bore you with my analysis of it, but I liked it a lot. Um, I, think it's really, I think it's really good. I keep seeing people who thought it sucked, and I'm really, I guess I'm not surprised, but I, I guess I'm surprised at the number of people who seem to think it's pretty bad. I, I have a hard time, unless, unless people expected it to be like more cookie cutter horror, but why you would expect that from Jordan Peele, I don't know. Sure. But yeah. like, it's a little more fantastic than get out and us. But really to me, if you didn't like it, your brain probably doesn't work right. Because Stop. <laughs> I mean, really like you just don't understand the movie. I don't know. Like there was so much to it. Like I liked it more hours later. The more I thought about, it, the more I liked it, like the more subtleties and like the themes and the sort of like hints that ran throughout. And I liked that, you know, um, and I'm not a smart man. I don't want it to sound like that. Um, Justin can attest. Um, and the other night I, I, I was listening to the uh, after watching. I, this is old, too. Don't yell at me, Justin. But after watching Doctor Strange, uh, I was just very excited about Sam Raimi. I love Sam Raimi movies and Dr. Strange was Sam Raimi as hell. So I went to, uh, I started, I downloaded the blank check series on Sam Raimi and that made me want to really go back and rewatch evil dead Two. So I watched that the other day. Um, but that's about it. You know, um, most of, I guess, I guess I don't watch horror movies. At least I don't remember them. I don't watch horror movies with the frequency that Justin demands. So I apologize, but, Evil apology Dead 2 not is great. Apology not accepted. Oh my gosh. Justin. Justin is on a tear now, man. Yeah, well, I did I did antagonize him a lot with I mean with these movie selections. Really, Justin, I thought that this was going to be a show where we united against Liam. And it's not <laughs> going that way. And I, I'm I, sorry. I stand. I am united with no one. Mm. I am forever Justin, standing. What? Please tell me. <laughs> what have you done? Horror related lately. I watched Prey. That was pretty cool. Oh, I watched oh, that too. It was really good. That. Thank you for bringing that I up. I liked it. I thought that was really good. Mm -hmm. yeah. People keep mentioning that some of the CGI wasn't great, but I didn't notice really. I no, that's because they're fucking angry because they, 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 so that video of the predator's mouth, the, vi the video of the predator surfaced where they were like, they replaced its mouth with CGI. It's like, yeah, that's because the fucking puppetry looks like shit. There were there were a couple. I feel like there were a couple like ugly CGI moments, but it wasn't enough to pull me out of it. Really, the only like thing that upset me about that movie um, was the character design of the predator, like the creature. I thought just I understood the whole like uh, oh he's more primitive because it's three hundred years ago, but I just it I thought it was too much that they went to like oh he's a crow magnon kind you know and it's just like. Eh. I don't, I don't know. I don't think the predator um, would have evolved that much in 300 years because human beings basically look the same as they did 300 years ago. 
I like the fact that the Predators came back and wiped out the fucking village. That's what I took away from it. Mm. How else would they get the fucking pistol? How else would they get the pistol to get the Danny Glover in part two? Voodoo fucking magic man? Acceptable answer. There you go. Thank you. Hi, Evan. Does Evan listen? <laughs> no, Evan doesn't listen to this. No. What a fucking dickhead. Evan hates Go ahead, me. Justin. Tell us, Pray, tell us more. I thought Prey was good. Prey was great. I, th- um, I did too. I liked I, it. I watched a film called Hypochondriac, which if you're a fan of eating ass, you'll like that movie. Yes. What? Um, yeah, no. <laughs> just watch review. it. Uh, no, it was, I mean, it was also, if, you, I, I, if you're a fan of that and like mental illness and being afraid of what's inside of your own head, then you'll like it. Um, I watched a film called What Josiah Saw, um, which is on Shadar, which is very good. Um, what else did I do? I went to a wedding. That's, that's, that's pretty horrifying. Reminders that you're aging and... Yeah, everyone there, like all my college roommates had kids and yeah. Um, I went to Monster Mania Con and I met Jeanette Goldstein and Mark Rolston and Carrie Henn, and Veronica Carthright, and Lance Guest from Jaws the Revenge. Remember Jaws the Revenge? No. I mean, yeah. yes. That guy was a pallbearer in, that, in Judy Barsel's, um, Judith Barsi's funeral. That's very sad. Um, and I met Julie Benz from Dexter. That was pretty cool. Uh, I also watched a little film on Netflix called Day Shift. Starring the eminent Snoop Doggeth Dog and James Jamie Fox, that's uh, pretty fun. It was de- I saw I saw a description on um, Twitter. Someone described it as a funny non a funny version of John Carpenter's Vampires with a non problematic lead, and I have to say that's probably the best description of that movie I've ever heard. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I saw you. Uh, I think I saw you tweet that, and I, I thought that was the fun. A fun, uh, yeah. I mean, you want to watch the Dave, movie. Dave, I haven't. Seen. Dave, Dave Franco gets a little like abrasive at times. Like his shtick gets a little like, uh, okay, calm down. But like every word out of Jamie Foxx's mouth is like comedic gold. And um, yeah. Other than that, I mean, it's not really horror related, but I'm very sad that Better Call Saul is over. Yeah, you're a big fan of that show. I I only did the first will- season. But I want to get back into it. That well, was the spinoff from Breaking Bad, right? Correct. Yeah. Some would I say the superior of the things. two. Mm. Yeah, Wait, you think what? so? I couldn't watch Breaking Bad. It was too intense. It like gave me fucking heart palpitations. Wait, seriously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched like, I don't know, four or five episodes. And then I was just like, I can't. This is too intense. Like, I just can't stop watching it. And I was like upset by it. Who were you? So me? I just stopped. You know, it, it was a very Justin Lauren moment. I'm, I'm not. I'm not afraid to admit that. Hmm. All right. Well, that's all I've done involving her recently. <laughs> so I guess we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back. We're going to talk about. Um, I'm going to say the bastard, the bastard. Uh, youngest sibling of the Blade franchise until, you know, the MCU puts out the Mahershala Ali, John, which 
will probably be so good it'll make this movie seem like it never happened. <laughs> so we're gonna One we're gonna hope. There's no way the movie's gonna be bad. There's there's no way. Well, there's no way it'll be as bad as this one was. No, no, there has never been a bad mer. There has never been. Predators is not a bad film because of Mahershala Ali. We're going to be right back. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about 2004's trilogy capping event. Directed and written by David S. Goyer, starring Wesley Snipes, Ryan Reynolds, Jessica Biel, Parker Posey, Dominic Purcell, and Triple H as Jerker Grimwood. <laughs> Blade Trinity. We'll be right back. It seems to me we can't get enough of our boogeymen. What's your take on all these rumors we've been hearing about vampires? If vampires existed, don't you think we would have found them by now? People want to be concerned. We should focus in on characters like the sociopath that we've been pursuing. He believes that he is out there slaying monsters. Why can't you just be nice? Because the world isn't nice. You're public enemy number one, Blade. We're gonna have to take on the rest of the world, too. Don't shoot! Don't shoot! He's fought the war against darkness alone. We use the humans to flush you out. Until now. Evening, ladies. This way! Who the hell are you people? My name is Hannibal King, and this little hellion right here is Abigail. Whistler's daughter. Yes, hunting just runs in our blood. Your kids. The hell makes you think you know about hunting vampires? For starters, I used to be one. Rookies. Vampires were searching for the final solution. The original vampire. They found him. He was born perfect. This guy has never had to evolve. Ah! It's the end game, Blade. Time for payback. You're ready to roll with this. Blade, ready to die. Since the day I was born. We are back to talk about 2004's American superhero film written and directed by David Esquire, who also wrote the screenplays to Blade and Blade 2, Blade Trinity. Now, when I say Blade Trinity, let me ask you this. What's the first thing you guys think of? Like, what about this movie stands out to you? Uh, the end when they have to CGI eyes onto him because he wouldn't open his eyes in the filming okay good answer uh, genuinely you, just i think i think for me it's just how uh roundly reviled this film is and how people hate it uh and i remember thinking no i liked it i don't know why everybody was so mad about it that's what i think of now when you say the people how the people that hate this movie are you also including most of the people in this movie 
because they hate. This I think movie most too. of the people in this movie hate Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was a real pain in the dick. I mean, I'm sure, though, he was p- partly a pain in the dick because he didn't want to make the movie either. Right. I don't know that anybody involved wanted to be in this movie. Um, I think Dominic Purcell did. He seemed like he was yeah, having a good fair. time. That's fair. I mean, th- th- which what's one is crazy, that guy? Is that Drake? Yeah. What's yeah. crazy is this is a movie with uh, Patton Oswalt, Natasha Lyonne, and Parker Posey. And, oh, as well as what's his name, who's the lawyer guy uh, who, who is in those Christopher Guest movies. Yeah. And, and yet this is a bad movie. Like, the, if, yeah, if, if just insane. those four people were in a comedy, I'd be like, it's got to be great. It's going to be awesome. And yeah, I forgot Patton Oswalt was in it. When he came in, I was like, what the fuck? This movie is stacked. And it still sucks. Somehow. In a movie with like four, like four of like the greatest comedians in like modern time, um, somehow every almost every single joke that is like meant to be a joke fucking fails miserably. Like Parker Posey is funny at times, but not like comedically. It's just like I think the way she's interacting with, you know, uh, Ryan Reynolds is kind of funny, but like. Dude, Ryan Reynolds just doesn't shut the fuck up this entire movie. He's and so gets, annoying in it, and his facial hair is a crime against. It, it is a his sin delivery also God. is. Everything yeah. about like, like I remember watching this and being like, "This can't be as bad as I remember it." And then I was watching it, and I was like, "Oh no, it's, it's actually worse." Um, it was much worse than I remembered it being. I, oh, you know, here's the thing. I want to be clear about something here. I'm not against covering bad. We do a horror podcast, right? That means at some point we're going to cover movies that are not great, right? And I'm okay. I'm I'm okay with that. I'm actually very much okay with the idea that part of what we do here is occasionally talk about bad films. And yet I was watching this movie, which, by the way, might be the least horror movie we've ever talked about on this show, in my mind. It's just an action movie that happens to have vampires in it. Barely. It barely, barely has vampires in it. Yeah, and, and side note, makes the mistake where it's like, well, we need to have fight scenes, so all the vampires need to be about as strong as your average human. The whole point of Blade is that we need someone who's part vampire to fight the vampires, because if not, they're so strong and powerful that we couldn't possibly fight them ourselves as normal humans. And then multiple normal humans are just like, I'm fist fighting a vampire and it's totally cool. And I'm like, wait, what's happening right now? How is this happening? But uh, so dumb. Let me back up a little bit here. As much as I fully admit that we're going to cover bad things, this is the, I think the first time so far on this show that I've been like, is this too bad? Have we gone over? This is like, and and I I would say that for both of these movies are, are pretty damn bad. But, uh, but I had the no, same thought, but I had the no same charm. thought of, yes, no, I had the same thought where I was just like, did, did we do this wrong? Like yeah, these yeah. movies, these movies don't frankly, and I, I hope that this doesn't hurt listenership, but these movies really don't even seem worth talking about because they're just bad. Well, like, I, I think this movie, there's something to discuss, and Justin was getting there with the idea that this was a cast at war with the film that it's in. So much so that that's a true thing, that that part at the end where he fights, which is, by the way, the weirdest ending ever, where he just wakes up and, like he's going to kill all the agents and the people in, in, the, in, in that room. He, didn't, he wouldn't open his eyes 
because he was so mad at everyone. So those are CGI eyes on him at the end of the movie. It's so dumb. It's like the it's biggest. Wild. It's no, so that, wild. That's why, like, it's it's like, that's why. Okay, so that's that's why when like when the big announcement came out that like Mahershala Ali was cast as Blade in in the MCU, and everyone's like, oh man, they should get Wesley Snipes. It's like, no, no, no. Like this movie is so fucking awful. And and dude, in like every single way, like not only are like the jokes bad, not only is the fucking acting from actors who are like, like Ryan Reynolds isn't a bad actor. Patton Oswalt isn't a bad actor. It's like, but their performances in this movie are so fucking flat. But like everything about this movie is just like, like the there's like a scene when um something bad happens to Jessica Biel's character. And she's sitting in the shower and it's shot so fucking sleazily. It's so like perverted and like the camera's like leering at her and like, look, I'm a fucking pervert. My mind lives in the gutter, but also like don't out pervert me because then you make me uncomfortable. And this movie manages to do that in that scene. It's just, I don't, it's, this isn't like, this is not. I guess technically this isn't the worst movie we've ever, we've ever watched, but it might be the most unforgivable movie we've ever watched. It's certainly the biggest. It's for me one of the biggest um, uh, utter destruction of goodwill. Right, like you remember, regardless of what people think of that movie now, after Blade Two, right? I think most people were stoked on another Blade movie. Like, I just think Blade 2, like, not that Blade 1 isn't great, but Blade 2 came out and, and, uh, and you know, there were skeptical people at the time who were like, ah, Blade sequel, okay, I guess. And I, the general consensus right after that movie came out was, that was fucking awesome. Like, I just feel like there was a yeah. lot of, like, excitement. And I remember when Blade Trinity was coming out, and I, I, I ended up not going with a bunch of friends to see it. I had a conflict and I didn't go. And I found out later that this entire group of my friends who went to see it together is like a fun hang. They all left before the movie was over. They just oh, so midway they, through wow. were like, fuck this and left. They missed the climactic scene where they released the Daystar virus. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which is, by the way, that's exactly how viruses work. Did you know that? It's like exactly oh, yeah. accurate. That if uh, well, and also good thing. What every v vampire that's ever existed was in that one building, so now they're all right? dead. Like nothing right. about that sequence makes a lick of sense. But at, by that point, anything that you believe in or think could be true in the world has already been so thoroughly abused that like no part of me was like, oh, what the fuck? I just was like, okay, all right, this is how we're gonna. Okay, cool. And like straight up, y'all. I I guess I should have said this at the beginning. This is the first time I've seen this movie. I've never seen you, this before. You've never seen this. Oh, my wow. God. I watched it fresh for this show because you, you guys wanted here, me folks. to. And now I'm like bummed as hell that we that I oh watched it. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I thought you'd seen this already. I'm being it had, serious. It I, had such negative reviews at the time that I was like, oh, I don't need to see it. And I just never saw it. And this is the first time I've seen it. And it is a nightmare. Yeah, this movie fucking yeah. sucks a lot. Like, this is a... Yeah. Um, this is a near, this is near irredeemable. Like I said, there are parts in it that I, like, I, I do like, um, I do like the idea of like the, the blood farms. I thought that was a neat idea that of course they, you know, didn't really expand upon at all. 
Um, but just the idea of like a vampire messiah, like they don't even play by their own fucking rules. Like yeah. why, why the fuck would the original vampire be immune to fucking sunlight? That doesn't make any fuck. And they're just like that, just like that weakness just like worked its way. Like, Oh my God. Well, why is he a giant demon? The whole, the whole vibe of Dracula. And I would say of many vampire stories, though, not all is that, Vampires are creatures of deception who are very powerful, but are sort of at their best when they're tricking everyone around them. Yeah. And, and then they bring us a Dracula whose main skill is just being a big, scary, tough guy, both in his human and scary demon forms, thus making deception utterly useless. Like his whole role is just, I'm really big and I'll fuck everybody up. And I'm like, what? He's like a Russian UFC fighter. It doesn't like, oh, make cool. any sense. Cool. They don't even, they don't even do like, like I, it doesn't matter how bad or how corny it is. When you give me a fucking vampire origin story, I don't want he just showed up, which is literally what they say in this movie. Now, I don't need a fucking- They never explained that. They said at some point they were like, and then one day he just disappeared and with no explanation. And it yeah, remained with like, no explanation. It's almost like they didn't know what they were doing with this fucking movie. Oh, it's just, it's just like, it, it's just so- Oh my god, this fucking movie is just like <laughs> And it's 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 honestly crazy cuz like I really do I really enjoy the first two Blade films. Uh they're amazing. Well, the second one has some like real shit CGI but like Yeah, like, but yeah. you know that's like that's like kind of like whatever. You know what I mean? Like all it this also one has, has is a, like the only all this one has is Triple H and a Pomeranian. The Pomeranian is <laughs> sick though. The Pomeranian is Well, okay. There's a few things that are so bad that they started to be funny to me. One of which is the is the soundtrack. You know, like whoever Holy shit. booked the soundtrack for this movie really thought they were tapping into the future of music, which is kind of indicative of all the the entire 2000s is just a decade of people predicting the future and then being more wrong than anyone has ever been about anything ever before like everything that's like yeah we're, we're really hip people are going to remember this for a long time is always the shit that people are like what the fuck is this and that's this whole soundtrack is embarrassing future music that everyone was over like three years from when this movie came out people are like oh, if that's that gross. yeah exactly if they were ever yeah i feel like they were over it before it came out it it has all these dramatic like again I don't, well, Chris does. Me and Justin tend not to watch movies just to laugh at them. There are some exceptions to that for me, but for Justin, you don't really do that. And the thing about this movie is that I would love to be able to just watch it and make fun of it, but it's so abrasive and lacks in so much charm. You know, one time for a Cinepunk's uh, Twitch screening, a friend of the show, Doug Tilly, picked a super low budget shot on VCR horror movie called trash cans of terror and uh in the movie trash cans came from space and attack people and so there are large sequences of the film shot in someone's backyard with metal trash cans where people are just fighting trash cans just punching them and shit like and acting like the trash cans are trying to eat them and it's not a close-up so it looks kind of dramatic it's a wide shot of people just punching trash cans in a backyard. And that was 20 times more entertaining than this bullshit movie. And I'm sure it was made for a hundred dollars. 
And this was millions of dollars down a trash hole in which no one involved seems to have given a fuck about what they were doing. And it's such a bummer and a, 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 such a, a complete disregard for a fan base. Like this movie might as well have been called, hey, do you like the first two blades? Fuck you. Like that's, yeah. it's, it's so, it's almost feels malignant as a movie. Like it's a real like, yeah, you'll take this shit. You'll take anything. There is a line I, in this movie. Go ahead, Justin. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. There is a scene in this movie when they first, when the Night Stalkers, ugh, the Night Stalkers, when they, when they first rescue Blade um, in the police station, when he stands up with an erection, might I add, that's in the movie. It's fucking weird. Um, I made a note of that. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's fucking, it's, it's, I, oh, God. The inhaler um, gave Blade a boner. <laughs> a massive, just. <laughs> so, like. Yeah. They're back at the fucking Night Stalkers HQ and Blade is like, what the fuck is this? You think you're cute? What is that? Hello, my name is like, fuck you. And he's like castigating them for being like so snarky and funny. And like part of me is like. That is the most relatable part of this fucking movie, because like that's how I feel. It's like it's such fucking dumb cock, tough guy bullshit that like you can't help you like, no, don't fucking do that. Like it's cool when Blade comes in and is his black trench coat with his fucking body armor and he just fucking you know kicks ass and is like cool about it and it's awesome and he calls everyone motherfucker that's really cool but then when you're like trying to be clever about it i.e ryan reynolds this entire movie how he just keeps fucking going it's just it's exhausting it just wears you the fuck down so it's like and then there's like the scenes in this movie where they try to like um they try to impart all this like uh, he's how he's like afraid of becoming a vampire again because he was a vampire once for what's her face Parker Posey he was like her thrall or whatever and it's like that could be an interesting character element like this guy knows what it's like to be a vampire and that's like the one thing he's afraid of but again in, instead of actually like examining that and being vulnerable with that just fucking nope we're just gonna like toss that out there and then just like come back to it occasionally completely fucking unearned uh, so we feel bad for that little girl who, whose mom died. And by died, I mean, she got killed in front of her by Dominic Purcell by Frank fucking Drake. What a stupid name for a fucking vampire. <laughs> Hi, this yeah, is my I associate, John Heisenberg. He's the original mummy. Fuck off. I was going to say that as far as like watching bad movies, there's a certain, like, I think like Liam said, the trash can of terror or, you know, killer clowns or, you know, the room of Jaws Miami the Revenge. Connection. Fucking Jaws the Revenge. Uh, uh, Return of the Living Dead 2. Fucking anything. I think there's I think there's joy in in the earnestness of a lot of those movies that they don't work, but goddamn, they tried and they really honestly tried. Whereas this movie, yeah, it's just like it's pretty clear that nobody wanted to be there. And it is a crazy cast and it's a crazy successful property, you know that it had two successful movies up to this point. They stacked the cast like crazy and just threw everything out that people liked and just, it just sucked. Like there, there, there is potential there that never went anywhere. And it's just, a, it was like a resentful money pit instead of, you know, as terrible as Neil Breen movies are, that motherfucker believes that he's making high art and genuinely loves it so this was just like nobody 
Nobody wanted this. It sucked. Yeah, and it, it, it was not fun. The, you can smell the lack of caring. You know, just the pure, like, who gives a shit of the whole thing. And I'm sure that's not how people signed up. You know, like, Blade 2 was such a, like, a movie that people were stoked on in a way that was, like, unexpected that I think, um, I think probably these folks got involved because they thought it would be cool. But it just feels like they knew it wasn't while they were making it because right, it, like it broke feel. down along the way and they could all they could all smell the smoke. They could all smell the grinding gears and they knew this is not going to be good. I don't want to be here anymore, but I signed a contract and I took the money. Fuck it. I'm here. Well, I think once they had to hire security to protect the rest of the staff or no, once Wesley Snipe had to hire security to, to protect him from the people that weren't trying to kill him, like. I don't know. I just, I, I honestly just feel that like Wesley Snipes checked out so early because he was fucking frustrated with Goyer that like everyone else just kind of like looked around and did the, well, the fucking ship is sinking and we're fucked. We might as well keep fucking playing in the orchestra. Yeah. Yeah. And it just didn't work. It, in it his way defense, didn't work. In Wesley Snipes' defense, I also, after watching that movie, am very frustrated with Goyer. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, he sucks. He's the guy who he he also he's the guy who did the fucking Suicide Squad too, isn't he? No, that no. was David Ayer. Oh, okay, my bad. That Boyer, movie was amazing. Ayer. They're bu- anyway. What? Um, no, I mean it's just like this. This film is is it's I don't know. It's just like a it's a cataclysm. It's like a slowly unfolding shitty hand grenade that just won't stop exploding. Yeah. Yeah. I don't honestly like I don't even think that there's more to talk about it because it's just bad. And the craziest part is that it was the better of the two movies, <laughs> which, again, as I started watching Leprechaun Origins, I was just like, oh, no, this is like people aren't going to want to listen to this episode because these movies are bad, like bad. So but- but you know, but the reason they tuned but we're in funny. is on August twenty seventh. Yes, at steelstacks.org. Steel yeah, you can get tickets at steelstacks.org. Titanic celebration of the sport of kings, and that's why we're that's here. Right. That's right. That's right. Uh, Steelstacks Smackdown, Orange Cassidy, Eddie Kingston, Hot Sauce Tracy Williams. Cheeseburger, everybody loves cheeseburger. Everybody Lots loves of stars. It's it really is a hell of a roster. I'm very excited for the show. Will, will Freddie from the movies be there? I am not at liberty to disclose that. Okay. What about uh alien life form who eats cats from a certain planet that we can't name due to a copyright infringement laws? Alf from television has not been seen since. <laughs> The mishap at Real Rumble 3 at Mahoning Drive-In, which, coincidentally, just came out on DVD. Uh, that and Bash of the Brewery, I finally made the artwork for those, and Smart Mark released the DVDs for those. We are going to have those for the first time in person at the Steel Stack Show. I'll probably throw a copy of each in the, uh, the raffle that we're doing. We're doing a raffle, but you cannot, you cannot buy tickets with money because... St- uh, ArtsQuest and SteelStacks are, it's a nonprofit. Like ArtsQuest, the parent company is a nonprofit. And so they can't do any sort of gambling. So the workaround is 
you cannot buy a ticket, but you can trade a non-perishable food item, which will be donated to the Hispanic Center of the Lehigh Valley in exchange for a raffle ticket. And the nice thing, that was sort of brought on by Eddie Kingston uh, expressing a desire to help a local community charity, which is amazing that somebody like that that's on TV gives a shit about Bethlehem, gives a shit about where his homies live. And um, so we reached out to the Hispanic Center and they're going to take the food. You can trade a canned good or a box of cereal for a raffle ticket. And then we've got in the raffle prizes, we have a skateboard from Home Base, a shirt from Violent Miracle, a shirt from Dry Rot, a couple DVDs. It's going to be cool. It's going to be a cool, uh, a cool raffle prize. So, and it benefits a good, a good, a good, uh, you know, community effort on Southside there, which is nice. Guys, Ooh. guys, so that's the plug. What guys, what's up? I made the, the time mistake for a break? of looking up David Goyer. Oh no. My man only directed a few things and they all look bad. Right. But, uh, the reason he directed this movie was because he wrote the first blade and the second blade and was producer on the second blade. He also wrote all three of the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. And he's executive producer on my new favorite show, Sandman. So uh, it's kind of frustrating because if you look at his directing career, it's all bad. But his yeah. writing and producing, I'm like, oh, I like some of these things. Oops. Which is also interesting. Like, it, you, I, I looked him up right before the show and Justin, I didn't see that Blade was in his writing credits. And Justin said that he was the writer of Blade 1 and 2. And that's crazy to me because Blade 3 is bad. And it's it so is bad. impressive to see what, a, I mean, he, clearly the man's a bad director. To be fair, he, he, also, he also wrote Terminator Dark Fate. So clearly he can write bad things too. Uh, fuck you. Terminator Dark Fate is fucking awesome. That movie fucking ruled. The CGI sure. was real shitty, but it was so fucking good. I got a special popcorn bucket that was Terminator themed. Uh-huh. I went Did out of my way to it? get that. Yeah, I didn't like That's it. the newest one, right? Yeah, that movie's great. Dude, it's fucking awesome. It was fine. Oh, the, my God. Some of, the C, some of the CGI is very, like, direct-to-video kind of looking. Like, there's a couple of points of the CGI that are real fucking bad. But I that will movie's not, great. I will not stand by and hear any film in the Sarah Connor trilogy besmirched in my fucking presence. I think it was great. I think Liam should be banned from the show, and I think the show should just be Chris Reject and Justin Lore, or Justin Lore and Chris Reject, if you prefer seniority. Good luck with that. Sorry, Liam. You're out. I'm in. Get fucked. Liam? <laughs> yeah. Should we? You apologize right now. Say you're sorry. No, we got to move on. It's time to move Fuck. on. Fuck. All right. So this is where we take a break. We'll take a break. Go in, in the break. Head over to steelstacks.org. You can buy the balcony tickets because ArtsQuest inexplicably and very secretively held back oh, a substantial shit. number of balcony seats, which means oh, that shit. you, my friend, who has oh, not yet purchased shit. tickets, can get that sweet bird's eye view of oh, the cushy ass balcony seats at steelstacks.org right now. And we're going to take a break. And when we come back, Leprechaun Origins. Starring Hornswoggle. We'll be right back. Ha <laughs> ha 
I can see why this isn't a tourist destination. This village is only like 300 years old. Whoa. Now that's creepy. There's a lot of things about our village that people don't know about. A lot of things that, uh, well, we like to keep private. If it's real history you want to see, you need to see the Stones of the Gods. It's a seven-hour hike from here. But you can always stay in one of the cabins down the road. Cabin in the woods. Let's not delay. such a scare we are back to talk about 2014's leprechaun origins now all cards on the table i don't like the leprechaun movies i think that the leprechaun movies greatest contribution to pop culture is the scene in wayne's world when wayne is like riffing on garth about being afraid of the leprechaun that is the best thing to come out of them <laughs> I think the first one's good. I think the first one is is one of those like genuine. They tried it. It didn't really work, but they didn't they weren't winking as much. I will tell you full cards on the table. I've not seen in their entirety any of the other ones. I've seen probably snippets of them, but the first one I've seen, you know, a couple of times and now I've seen Leprechaun Origins and that's it. I don't hate the first Leprechaun movie, but I don't think it's very good. It's one of those like trash 90s movies that like, or was that 80s? Was that early 80s? or It was or early 90s. 80s? Early 90s. It's one of those trashy 90 movies that I don't, like if you put it on, I'm not going to be mad, but I certainly wouldn't revisit it regularly. Uh, and then I've also seen Leprechaun in the Hood because oh I, I was told that was somehow good. And it's not. It's very bad. But that's it. Those yeah, are all so the I Leprechaun movies I've seen. And apparently the origin of Leprechauns is that they're giant mole rats. Did you guys know, th guys know that? Wait, in real Wait, life? What? No, I mean, in this movie, they're giant. They look like giant mole rats in this movie. It's oh, really I thought it was like a weird. chupacabra. It's weird because, I mean, how could you tell? Because you never fucking see it. So you, bad. you do barely see it. But I'm, I'm actually just going off of the, the trivia on IMDb, which is probably wrong, but it says that they were <laughs> designed from mole rats. And I was like, they are? Okay, sure, whatever, guys. Yeah, what? It's like, say what you will about the first one, but at least like Warwick Davis, like there was an actual actor there. They didn't need to get like, like I, I don't know, like why did WWE even like put Hornswoggle in here as a fucking leprechaun? He doesn't do anything. And, and any time that the creature, the leprechaun is seen, the camera is shaking and swooping and blurred and the lighting is all fucked up. And it's just like, you never once get a clear picture of, I mean, you get enough glimpses to understand that the creature design is fucking garbage 
and whoever came up with it should never be allowed to work in any line of work ever again. They should be thrown into a Sarlacc pit. But beyond that, you don't actually get to see the creature. It's just flashes and blurry streaks, and it fucking sucks. It's so like, like you bad. said, like Warwick Davis in the first one, it's hokey and it's ridiculous, but there's a character, there's an actor, he's doing something. This is just a little fucking goblin that, that doesn't do anything. There's no, there's nothing interesting about it. And even like, I guess because he is just a, uh, this like uninteresting characterless ghoul you're supposed to have the, the human drama and the character development in Hamish and Sean, and you fucking don't because you don't care about them and they suck. Uh, I I will go to bat for uh, Sean. It's Sean. I'll go to bat and say, like, there was an iota of interest. There was something interesting going on, on there with, like, a guy who doesn't want to keep doing this shit, but it's such bare bones, low fucking hanging fruit that they don't, expand upon and oh my god it's just like they didn't this movie was nothing except like plotting supposed to be haunting like suspense building that was ineffective so it was just like boring drawn out garbage and then like that it, it, the drop of a hat just all these characters that you could not possibly care about because they didn't put in the work just losing their goddamn minds. Like the, the tourist kids went from fine to like absolute fucking hysteria without, without any sort of notice, without any sort of ramp up. There was no like, oh, the suspense, the tension is building and we're there and now we understand why they're at their wits end and they're just fraying and they're falling apart and they can't keep this shit up anymore. It's like, no, no, no. It just goes from we're horny and drunk or the weird historian and her disinterested boyfriend are not horny or drunk. They're just weird. And then it's just, oh, now we're all losing our fucking minds. And now somebody has a bite out of their leg. And it's and so dumb. Because it, it doesn't it, matter. The thing that's really dumb is like, there's nothing about this movie. Like when the leprechaun first attacks him, there's nothing about it that says it's a fucking leprechaun. It's not like, like, again, in the original leprechaun, you see Warwick Davis and you're like, oh, that thing shouldn't be real. And yet it exists. There's a reason to freak out. And this one, you could have very well been like, is a wild boar attacking us? Is a coyote? Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's like, there's no reason. And then they just literally go into a basement. I, I just like, I, I, I was watching this and I was like, why are they reacting the way they are to something that we only know exists because we're watching a movie called Leprechaun Origins? Like nothing about the creature when it attacks them indicates any sort of like weird supernatural behavior. It's just like yeah, it could just be like, like a mutated animal, or just an animal. Like yeah, just an yeah, animal. Did, yeah, like didn't even think, like it could have been like like a bear or like a fucking bobcat. And then they go they go in the basement and there's literally a book open that like right there is like oh they're fucking uh thing they're a fucking bog monster that came out and then it's just oh god this it's, fucking it's this thing like okay this is also present in. Blade Trinity, which is this trend in these movies to say, um, if something is supernatural, it's actually less upsetting. We need some sort of like real thing. So like with the with Blade Trinity resorting to these uh uh vampires seeming 
almost just like people who just like blood, you know? And then the solution has to be related to DNA because everything in the 2000s was DNA related. Like, yeah, if if we unlock DNA, we can do anything we want, right? Um, right. Reality-based stuff is scarier than fantastical stuff. Right. And like watching this, it's like if leprechauns are really just a weird rat thing that happens to like gold, that's not that scary. But like a weird magical man in a suit who's going to torture you because you're greedy. I think that's way, I mean, granted, of course the idea is kind of goofy, but there's still more to it than just like, yeah, they're like big rats, the big rats and they like gold. And uh, I don't know, they're going to eat you with something. It, I mean, it's, uh, that sounds vaguely anti-Semitic, but you know, Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> that's I, if, Liam, how, which is your favorite, which, which of the Harry Potter series is your favorite? <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, uh, I know Justin's joking, but actually if they didn't use the term leprechaun, right. And this is just a movie about rat creatures that liked gold. You would, live assume, underground. Yeah. you would assume this was made by anti-Semites. Like this yeah. is like, like, seriously. I'm not convinced this movie wasn't made by someone who hates little people. And oh, they were just like, that's fair. They were just I, like, you know, I would also like, say if it was just like a creature monster movie, it would be better. Anti-Semitism aside, let's not say that I'm saying that's better. But no, if it was I just mean, a creature movie, it'd be better. It, there literally is just the one scene where they read a book and it says Leprechaun. Otherwise, and, and the fact that they're all using these terrible Irish accents, even though this was clearly filmed in British Columbia or whatever. Like, nothing about this even looks vaguely like Ireland, but it's like, yeah, how, we're in Ireland and they're leprechauns. How did, how did it make you feel about when they were talking about old, 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 whatever it is, old, sod lang, whatever, your homeland, the Emerald Isle, Liam O'Donnell? <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, I, it the the first thing, the movie starts, and my first thought was, where are we supposed to be right now? If this is the origins, shouldn't we be in Ireland? And then people start talking about, like, I also, no, this isn't right. What's happening right now? And I immediately looked up where they filmed this shit. And it's like, of course they filmed it in British Columbia. But then when the dude, like the one recognizable dude starts yapping and his Irish accent, it's, does it feel like he's even trying? Like at least Hamish, some of the actors, Hamish McIrish. Yes. At least some of these actors sound <laughs> like they could do an Irish. That guy's just like, Yes, I'm Irish, aren't yeah, yeah, yeah. Tardy, tardy, yeah. tardy. <laughs> what are you saying, Chris? You yeah. were saying something. Oh, I, I, I just called him Hamish McIrish, I think. Oh. But I, I, I made a note. I, I took notes, Justin, as I, oh, as I do. Love, I appreciate and, that. You know, most of the notes are just complaining. But uh, one of the notes was that I paused the movie at 51 minutes. I think I had to get more water or use the bathroom or whatever. And at 50, I, I paused it and. I wrote, I was stunned at how little had happened by that point. The movie was 51 minutes in and nothing had happened. I didn't care about any of the characters. I don't even think there was a good kill by then. Like, cause the first, the, the one guy gets bit and then the ax to the face was pretty sick. I liked it. Uh, and then the one dude getting his spine pulled out was really cool. Those are good kills, but that really is sort of like the end of the list. The first, oh, dead, the first dead guy we see is impaled on farm equipment. And immediately I'm like, wait a minute, this thing looks like an animal. Why would you have the first kill involve tools? Like it doesn't like, shouldn't he have a big bite taken out of him or something? It just, it was such a weird thing to be like, 
like, oh, they got my man and he's in a barn impaled on something and then he's alive. And I'm like, okay, this is even more, I don't understand what the fuck is happening. Yeah, right like now. this thing, this this little mole rat thing shoved him or something. It doesn't make any sense. Another, the thing that I resent most about this movie is like, um, you know, there's like in werewolf movies, you're like, oh, we have to, we, we have to get a silver bullet to kill the werewolf. Or if there's oh, like a zombie you know movie. I, I, I made a note to myself. It's not in my notes, but I made a note to myself that I was really excited. And this whole episode has been so wound up that I, I forgot about it. And I apologize. This is maybe second only to, I, I wanted, I wanted, I made it a point in my head to compare this movie to American Werewolf in London just to upset Justin. And I fucked up and I'm sorry. That's all. Are you done? I'm done. How would this movie compare to fucking American Werewolf in London? I just wanted to say John, it was like John Landis murdered children and he's still a better person than whoever fucking directed this movie. I just wanted to say this was like, you know, the best since that or something. Something to get you riled up and I fucked Anyway, up. anyway, the most frustrating thing about this movie is that they're like, and then the leprechaun or whatever they call it, the Tandelain the the fucking child of the gods or whatever the fucking anti-Irish sentiment they fucking make up for it. Um, they're like, we, we owe it a debt because we took its gold and we have to sacrifice people to it. So you're like, okay, this thing holds sway over them somehow. Like it's, it has like some kind of like powers. You know what I mean? It's like, it, it's like a, it's controlling them somehow or it's like threatening and it can't be. But then in the end, that woman just like cuts its head off and you're like, oh, that, that's all it took. Like literally wrong, like wrong, wrong. She said, fuck you, lucky charms, and then cut its head off. Okay, so you have that to that line was the important part. It's yeah. the quip, the qu the power of I the quip. Guess, I guess, but the Irish are notoriously witty folk. Look at Liam. Have he you met me Liam? All the time. He's funny as hell. Are we talking about the same Liam? Anyway, I just thought it was like it, it was sort of horse shitted up that like a bunch of like uh, armed to the teeth, rural fucking Irish people uh, who were probably in the IRA at some point. They couldn't take on this like <laughs> this like butt fucked, stupid mole rat piece of shit thing. <laughs> but then it just dies at the it's like at least like in the original Leprechaun, they like throw it down a well and then it turns into a skeleton and it shouts about gold and then they didn't they blow it up or something like that. I don't remember. Oh, I'm thinking of Jaws. They blow Jaws up. Yeah. They Nobody definitely like, blow Jaws up. <laughs> there's always a scene in a movie where they do something cool to the, like that they can't, like in the blob, they freeze it with the fucking truck and the, ah! And then in like uh, Godzilla, they hit him with the oxygen destroyer. And in like, um, like dog soldiers, they blow a house up and all this shit. And this one, it's like, no, they just cut his head off. Like, why didn't they just fucking do that in the beginning? I mean, especially when there's so many shotguns, like everyone apparently has a sawed off shotgun in Ireland, but no one can shoot at a leprechaun. That's what I'm saying. It's like, uh, like I have a, sh if, okay, if I, if I go to let my dog out and there's a leprechaun in my yard, I'm, I'm going back upstairs and I'm getting one of my several guns that I own and then it's over. Well, it's like this. This is one of those movies where they figure one line of dialogue will take care of any questions. Like a central question of the movie would be, why do these people live here? Like, why wouldn't they just leave? And especially when we know the leprechaun is trapped by the stones, 
Why wouldn't they just be like, well, this village sucks because cause there's a leprechaun. You don't leave your home. You just you don't fight leave. for your home. Yeah, you gotta That's leave. what Hamish said. They don't fight. They don't fight. They just they just murder they people. They just feed for it. it. Yeah. Well, and also, how often are travelers actually coming through this shitty random village that they have a stockpile of innocent people to feed to the leprechaun? I, I mean, we're thinking too much about this movie. This is a bad movie, and you should never watch it. I don't care how much you love don't. the leprechaun movies. Don't watch this movie. It's terrible. Don't watch this movie. Have, you said, have you guys done the blob on this show? Not yet, I don't think. Man, can I, I be back it. for that? I like that movie. That's a good movie. I, well, how about the next? Can we time just talk we, about that one now? Can we? How about the next time we ask you on? Yeah, you how about suggest that? movies that are actually good? Justin suggested these. Look, we don't have time for accusations. You, I literally have the text where you said Leprechaun Origins. Thank you, deep Liam. Fake. Those are deep fakes. Thank you, Liam. The next time you're on, if you come back for your next wrestling event, we should do the Blob and Phantoms. What's fan? Oh. You know, I tried to watch Phantoms, and eh, I don't know. The book I, I mean, better. I, I could try better. it. I could try it. I kind of yeah. like the idea of watching a movie we've not seen before. Like, the book was better. I, I don't read because reading is for fucking nerds. I, I watch wrestling, and I watch movies. That's And I listen to podcasts because, as we covered earlier, podcast listeners are dumb fuck drooling idiots, which I am. So, let's watch The Blob and something else. Phantoms I could take, but we'll talk about this. We'll see. I just don't want to talk about Leprechaun Origins anymore. I just want everybody to go to steelstacks.org and buy, and buy their tickets for Steel Stacks Smackdown. It's Saturday, August 27th. The lineup is stacked as hell. And that's it. You know, it's going to be a fun show. There's going to be a lot of people there. We're going to have a great time. Because we have busted our ass promoting it. We busted our ass putting together the best possible card we could. And you guys, the we masses, are dues. going. Yeah, we, and you guys are going to enjoy yourselves. And uh, I won't say the other things that I'm going to continue to say. I'm going to say positive things, which is that we deserve a lot of credit. Everybody on the team on our side of things deserves a lot of credit because we busted our ass. The show is going to be awesome. All the people that have bought tickets already. Deserve a lot of credit. All the people that are there on Saturday, August 27th are going to deserve a lot of credit because the show's going to fucking rule. Okay. Anyway, thank you for listening. We're sorry these movies fucking suck buttholes. Um, <laughs> in a bad way. In a bad way. Uh, but if you want to, you can head to www.cinepunks.com to check out more episodes of this. Um, we just posted a lot of cool shit on there. Uh, I have a few movie reviews up. I can finally talk about When I Consume You and Glorious. Both those movies were amazing. Um, what else do we want to talk about? You can head to www.xlvacx.com for all your bullshitted up screen printing needs and artsquest.com backslash steelstack smackdown backslash day in English backslash uh, whatever. I don't think that's the real URL. I'd like to encourage people also to follow the LVAC on Instagram and the underscore LVAC on Twitter. Also, I didn't plug it at all because I'm a hack and a fraud, but we also do, uh, we've started a new project called Dry Rot. Uh, that's got an Instagram and a Twitter. Find that, follow that. Probably With would be T's. up the alley. Uh, yeah, yeah, for Instagram's sake. It's, I think it's dry underscore R-O-T-T. Um, and same on Twitter. But for fans of this podcast, I think that there will be some your alley. So 
awesome if you guys could check that out. And Justin, go ahead back to making things up. Patreon.com backslash Cinepunks. Also, thank you to SS Coffee Oysters and Mechanical Shark Media. And until next time, um, I don't even know. Whatever. Fuck you, Lucky Charms. <laughs> yes, fuck you, Lucky Charms. Peace. See ya. Do you scan the night sky in search of unidentified aerial phenomena? Do you lose sleep over strange projects funded by the CIA? Ever wonder which orifices ectoplasm comes out of? Come explore the unexplained and unexplainable with us on our podcast, Weird, Obscure, and Possibly Unsafe. We'll talk about telepomancy, haunted railroads, sentient umbrella spirits, mind-altering video games, remote viewing, SpongeBob conspiracy theories, and only gets weirder from there. Each episode will share three stories about all the weird things they tell you not to believe. Weird, obscure, and possibly unsafe. Available anywhere you get your podcasts. Hey! Hey!